This is Sounds Like Teen Spirit with Charlie Fat, presented by Brushes on Slice Radio. Thanks, Jim. I'm Charlie Fat. This is Sounds Like Teen Spirit. Thanks for joining me right here on Slice Radio and via podcast. We've got another special show for you today. It's an early 2000s special primarily focusing on Welsh and UK music. And I have a special guest co-host. Welcome, my friend, your friend, K-Man. Welcome. Thank you, good sir. It is an absolute pleasure to be here with you. How the devil are you? I'm very, very well. Now, people are probably wondering how we know each other. Well, uh, back in the early 2000s, I actually lived for several years in a, a little town in the valleys of South Wales called Merthyr Tidfil. And that's where you currently reside. Is that not right, Cayman? Yes, my friend. I was born and bred here in, uh, well, not so sunny Merthyr Tidfil today. But uh, yeah, this is my hometown. A lot of history, um, a lot of Welsh heritage here. It's, uh, it's, 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 I won't say it's the place to be, but it's the place where I am at the moment. And uh, yeah. You lived here for several years, and, and that's basically how we met. And the pleasure was all mine. Oh, no, no, no. It was a pleasure for both of us. Uh, it, well, it was the place to be for me between, let's say, 2003 and 2005. And uh, we met on the wrestling scene. Hard to believe Charlie Fat used to be a referee at the wrestling. And I'm not talking about Greco-Roman. I'm talking about professional wrestling, Welsh style, and that's how I met you, my good friend. Absolutely. Um, some glorious days with some fantastic stories, uh, some of which we revisited on my podcast, The Cayman Show, uh, just this time last week. Uh, so, yeah, fantastic. Any stories, get in touch, guys. I've got them all. Uh, yes, and, and of course, I used to wear a shirt in the ring. You did not. Uh, I did not. This is true. This is true, though. Back then, when I was a little chubbier uh, and I had a little bit of a uh, bit of moob going on, we call them moobs over here. I don't know if that's a, that's a thing over there as well. Uh, man boobs. Uh, yeah, I used to wear the old singlet then just to keep everything tucked into place, you know. But uh, as as my body grew the way I wanted it to, not outwards as it did in the pandemic, as my body grew, I would shed the straps of my singlet, replace that singlet for a pair of pink lycra trunks and yes the rest as they say is history i can't imagine either of us are wearing much lycra right now but let's move on to the welsh and uk music scene we'll talk about it a little bit later but uh k-man you are a, a musician as well uh and you're also a podcast host uh and we'll talk about that later on but let, let's talk about some of the bands that were pivotal uh in the time that you and i were, were hanging out in wales let's talk about catatonia first of course they are a band hailing from wales yes yes they are indeed very much so and uh keris uh so keris matthews she's the the front lady of the band catatonia uh she did spend a little time in australia a number of years ago as part of the hit television show over here i'm a celebrity get me out of here she was a celebrity she didn't win they did get her out of there but yes highly entertaining great band uh, two such hits I remember, Mulder and Scully and Road Rage. Road Rage was a classic. Of course, and that's the one we're going to play very shortly. I believe recently with uh, COVID, these uh, I'm a Celebrity shows have had to 
change where they film. Certainly the Australian version, which has just finished uh, in terms of broadcasting here for the year, they uh, did it all in Australia somewhere uh, in New South Wales, which is where I hail from. What do they do with the UK version if they couldn't access Australia? Well, funny you should ask, actually. It was, it was really interesting this year. It's great. I love the jungle every year, right? I love all the bushes, as you guys were calling in Australia, yeah? I love that every year, first of all. Let's get that out there. But it was a nice change and a welcome change to see them do something different this year. Um, and I mean that totally respectfully. But they just mixed it up in terms of however many years, like 20-odd years, I think they've been doing a show over here. But due to COVID, they were unable to get to Australia. They were unable to fly over. Um, it's, it just wasn't practical. So basically what they did, there's a castle in North Wales with a, a lot of lot of history. Uh, basically, they, they made a big set there. Um, so they, they put that castle back on the map as well with, with the show. And, and that's basically how they run it. I believe this year's show as well is, is going to be taking place from said castle as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, it, it just gave it a, an interest in an, a, a somewhat of a different dynamic uh, to the bush, but but hopefully they'll they'll be back in the bush, back in the jungle next year once everything is ironed out from this uh, this storm we've been riding. Surely the bugs aren't nearly as delicious as you find in Australia. Um, you'd be surprised. They're, they're a different league. They, they carry a bit more juice and whatnot. I think as well. Um, you know, we get slugs, we get snails, uh, we get frogs, we get toads, we do get grasshoppers as well, and little crickets. So. Uh, that's, you know, I wouldn't say we can compete, but we get by. Oh, there's nothing like watching Z-grade celebrities embarrass themselves on television. This is Karis Matthews with her band Catatonia and Road Rage. If all you've got to do today is find peace of mind, come round.
This is Sounds Like Teen Spirit with your host, Charlie Fat, presented by Brushes on Slice Radio. Catatonia and Road Rage, followed by another favourite from a band that I really love and I actually saw live when I was living in the UK. That was The Darkness and I Believe in a Thing Called Love, their debut single. I'm here with K-Man for a very special episode 
early 2000s when I was living in South Wales in the UK. So if you hadn't heard already, K-Man is into wrestling. Uh, and at the time when I was living in the UK, I was a referee, uh, Charlie Fat the referee, uh, in Hammerlock, uh, NWA Hammerlock Wrestling. So K-Man, um, music nowadays is very, really, very, very important in uh, wrestling to introduce the wrestlers. What sort, of, what sort of music do you gravitate towards when you're coming out for a match? Um, well, ordinarily, for so I, I used to go for something, something upbeat, something, something maybe a little dirty, something a little, little rocky, a little heavy. Um, but I was in the pub one afternoon, uh, so where all good stories start, right? I was in the pub one afternoon chatting to some friends of mine and on repeat on the jukebox was Stereophonics Dakota. And we were just singing along all day long. And then my friend Craig Khan just said to me, he said, why don't you use that as your entrance music? Then for seven years, I used Stereophonics Dakota as my entrance music. I'm wrestling again, making a big comeback next Saturday, pro wrestling carnage. I'm going to be using Stereophonics Dakota once again as I step into that ring and walk that aisle. Oh, I wish I could be there. But a little birdie told me that you didn't always play the Stereophonics as your entrance theme. Tell me about the first time you stepped into the squared circle. What song was used for your introduction? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, yeah, someone's been talking, I see. Uh, well, I was wrestling for said promotion you just uh, just named there, uh, NWA UK Hammerlock. Uh, it was my debut. I was in a rumble match, which basically means there's 29 other people in there. Uh, every two minutes, a new, a fresh man enters the ring and everyone enters with entrance music. Anyway, the crowd were counting back 10, 9, eight, seven. I was waiting behind the curtain, smacking myself around the head. Six, five, four, the meanest Welsh wrestler you would ever, ever see. Three, two, one, give an almighty scream. I think I'm going to play hell here. I'm going to go out. I'm going to show them how this is done. I'm going to show them how mean I am. I burst through the curtain. And then I hear, now I've had the time of my life. You could not make it up. My head was firmly in my hands. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to look. Um, it was. I was in an emotional mess, to say the very least. Oh, well, no one puts Cayman in a corner. Let's play that track now. Only joking, we're not going to play that track. Let's talk about the Super Furry Animals. They're from Wales as well, right? Yes, they are indeed. They are indeed Super Furry Animals. They're a, a Welsh rock band I'm very familiar with. They formed in Cardiff in, I believe it was 1993. And since the formation, the band has consisted of Gruff Reese. Hugh Banford, Gito Price, uh, Kian as well, David, and actor Reese Vans as well, if you're familiar. Of course, from Notting Hill. Absolutely, from Notting Hill, from uh, Welsh cult classic Train, uh, not Train Spotting, sorry, that's a Scottish, uh, Twin Town is where I'm going, Twin Town, from Welsh cult classic Twin Town. Uh, he's appeared in several other things as well, but yeah, he was uh, instrumental, shall we say, in that band. Let's head into another two play with the Super Fairy Animals and Keen. Mm-hmm. 
Just 
Charlie Fat, this is Sounds Like Teen Spirit. Thanks so much for joining me here on Slice Radio and via podcast. My good friend from South Wales, K-Man, is joining me today. Welcome back to the show, K-Man. Thank you very much. It is a pleasure as always. And we just played the Super Furry Animals with Juxtapose with you, followed by everyone's favourite guitarless UK group, Keen and their breakthrough hit Everybody's Changing. Speaking of Keen, they were on the bill, a huge bill uh, for a concert that I went to in Cardiff. We're talking about the Tsunami Relief concert. This was on the 22nd of January 2005, so pretty close to my departure from the UK. It was actually held at the Millennium Stadium, and it's the only thing I ever went to at this huge venue. It was a seven-hour gig uh, featuring a lot of Welsh acts. So some of the Welsh acts on the bill included Feeder, Manic Street Preachers, Stereophonics, and uh, Charlotte Church, as well as Keen. Cayman, do you remember this gig? I remember it very well. It was, uh, I believe it was live on television as well. And I mean live as it was happening. It was shown on one of the terrestrial channels here. It was in aid of the tsunami, which took place on Boxing Day, I believe, 2004. Um, so, so obviously in the new year then uh, the, they put the gig together. Yeah, there were many great acts there, many great Welsh acts there as well. As you mentioned, Charlotte Church was on. Um, the Stereophonics were on, who, you know, I used as my entrance music for seven years and shall continue to do so. My favourite Welsh band, Manic Street Preachers. Uh, Feeder were on as well. You, you know, such great bands and all they all gave a piece of their time uh, to be a part of this gig uh, for Tsunami Relief, which which was a, a tragedy which took place on that day. Absolutely. Uh, and I, tell, I, I remember now that it was a particularly wet day uh, and having to walk to the gig, uh, it poured. And I went into a seven hour concert with absolutely saturated shoes 
so I was quite uncomfortable by the end of seven hours sitting in wet pants and wet shoes. But nonetheless, great gig. Talking about feeder who were on the gig, I understand that you've had a recent encounter with feeder who are a band from Wales. Yes, I have. I have indeed. Um, I say recent. Obviously, it was pre-COVID, but only just pre-COVID. Uh, basically, Chepstow, where the band are from, where the roots of the band are from, uh, there's a venue, Chepstow Racecourse. Feeder were playing at the Chepstow Racecourse. Now, I do a little bit of medical work as a, as a medic at events and whatnot as well on the side, just to get a bit of extra pocket money in now and then, and sometimes on a voluntary basis as well. Uh, I was asked by, by the gaffer, uh, Sam is his name, how do you do? I was asked, we're doing a, a, some cover for, for the feeder gig in Chepstow. Would you like to attend? I was like, hell yeah, I want to attend. Attended, I did. And what a great homecoming gig it was. The fans in attendance were erupting. Feeder were on form. It was absolutely electrifying. And I'm quite a feeder fan too. I must say, uh, we're going about, we're about to play my favourite feeder song. Before I moved to Wales, I used to go to the gym about the same time every evening uh, at a fitness first in Romford, which was just outside of London. And of course, uh, they just introduced televisions in gyms. And uh, the MTV Top 40 was playing about the same time every day that I would be on a treadmill doing some exercise. And, uh, you know, whilst this song by Feeder was in the charts, guaranteed when I was doing my workout, I'd see this video. And it took me ages to work out who this band was. And, uh, and I had no idea they were Welsh or that I was going to Wales at this time. But I absolutely love this song. So this is Feeder and Charlie Fat's favourite feeder song. It's called Just Today. This is Sounds Like Teen Spirit with Charlie Fat, presented by Brashes on Slice Radio.
This is Sounds Like Teen Spirit with your host, Charlie Fat, presented by Brushes on Slice Radio. Thanks, Craig. That was Feeder with Just Today, followed by a Scottish band, Franz Ferdinand and Take Me Out. We're talking with K-Man today about Wales, Welsh music, UK music from the early 2000s. Yes, this show is normally set in the 90s, but I was living in Wales uh, around uh, 2003 to 2005. So having a bit of a reunion today with my friend Cayman and we're talking about the music from that time. So uh, I saw a lot of great gigs at the Cardiff International Arena. Uh, let's talk venues uh, for music in Cardiff and surrounds, Cayman. Have you been to the CIA to see much? Oh, hell yeah. I've seen loads of bands there. Um, <laughs> right, okay. Uh, some, some are more dodgy than others as well, all right? Um, but I did go with my sister once and my cousin to see East 17. Um, that same year, I believe, I went to see Blur there. I've seen Oasis there a couple of times. I've seen Iron Maiden there. Um, I've seen a whole host of other bands there as well. Uh, Peter Andre was supporting East 17. Shout out to your Australian brother there when I went to see them. And I believe it was 1994-ish, maybe 1993-ish. Yeah, there's, uh, there's loads and loads and loads. I've, I've probably left out more than I've said there that, I, that I've actually seen in the CIA. But there's lots of other venues in Cardiff, and there were lots of other venues in Cardiff as well. We had the Barfly for our up-and-coming bands. You had the Welsh Club. Um, so there's, you had the Coal Shed. Uh, there's loads of venues still there as well. Uh, but the CIA is, is where all, the, all, your, all your hits would be performed if you're with me. Oh, absolutely. And in that couple of years I was living near Cardiff, uh, I went and saw Madness. I saw Oasis. That was uh, famously the first gig back after uh, Noel, Liam. Which one was it? Uh, you decide. Uh, one, of the, one of the Gallagher brothers had his teeth knocked out uh, fighting with the rest of the band in a German uh, at a German gig, and uh, he had to have his teeth fixed. And the concert I went to at the CIA was the first one back. I saw Darius. Do you remember uh, Darius from uh, Pop Idol? Of course I do. He, he he had one hit. I think it was called Colorblind. That's right. I went and saw him live because why not? I also saw an interesting double act of uh, in excess and Blondie on a double bill. And I saw The Darkness, supported by Ash. Uh, it's confession time. Uh, I've also seen E17 live. This was back in Australia when I was um, probably in my early years of university. Uh, so I saw E17 live at the Horden Pavilion in Sydney. And guess who the support was, Cayman? Peter Andre. Correct. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. And that suddenly I don't feel so bad either. Oh, we both should feel equally bad. Speaking of Merthyr Tidville as well, I went to a very strange concert held on the grounds of Kafartha Castle. So uh, can you explain to the audience uh, about Kef what is Kafartha Castle? Kafartha Castle is basically, it's, it's a purpose-built castle. Basically, it's a house which was built uh, for the old Iron Masters, uh, the Crochet family, as it was built as their home so they could look on at all the industry going on in Merthyr, look on at their workers and everything, and they could sit in this luxury home there. Since those days have moved on, however, it's now became a museum of Welsh life, 
Welsh culture, uh, heavily based on all the industry back in Merthyr Tydville. And yeah, there's, there's lots of art there as well. There's galleries, etc. And if you go on Google and you're not familiar, you probably won't be familiar, but if you go on Google and type in Janet Street Porter, that's an old journalist. She's, uh, she's still floating around on the television doing a show loose swimming now. Type in Janet Street Porter nude. You will see a painting of mine, which practically broke the internet just over a year ago. And that painting, Charlie Fat, now you come to mention it, did happen to grace the walls of Kavartha Castle and Museum in the gallery for a while. Uh, did, did, did Janet Street Porter uh, pose for you? I am not in a position to comment on that at this time. I see. I would suggest it's from your imagination, but uh, I'll, I'll leave the audience to decide. So the gig I saw at Kafartha Castle, this was in uh, 2003. I looked it up, the 21st of November, 2003. It was a Children in Need uh, concert, uh, part of the BBC's Children in Need fundraising thing, uh, and they had several concerts being performed in different venues across the UK and Mirtha Tidfield was chosen for a Peter Gabriel gig supported by the Pretenders uh, and that was held in the grounds of Kafartha Castle which I, uh, I attended. We're going to move on now to uh, another music break uh, starting off with uh, an interesting character from the Welsh music scene. We're talking about Charlotte Church. So uh, I guess in the 90s, she was very, very young uh, and her gig was, um, I guess, classical music. Is that is that right? Yeah, more operatic, I would say, yeah. Operatic stuff. And uh, But by to the early 2000s, Charlotte had uh, come of age and uh, had a go at a pop album with... Um, I guess, um, moderate success. Uh, I have no idea what happened after that. T give us an update on the, the Charlotte Church story, Cayman. Well, so, there's, there's not a lot. So you've pretty much nailed it there, Charlie, to be honest. She was uh, obviously with the voice of an angel. She was always dubbed as a, a young girl, a young performer. Charlotte Church, voice of an angel. She was an operatic singer. Um, she got together with former Welsh rugby player Gavin Henson. Uh, they were in the tabloids all the time, all right? They were all in the papers all the time, sometimes for the wrong reasons, like sort of things like falling over drunk, et cetera, little things like that. Uh, but that was around the time in the mid-2000s, I would say, uh, where she was basically trying her hand at pop music, etc. Like you say, she had moderate success. I think she hit the charts. She never quite made that number one spot. Um, but on the back of that, she started like a, like a chat show then as well, the, Ch the Charlotte Church show. And to be quite honest with you, she was very funny, to be honest with you. She was very funny. She had a great sense of humor. And I like, like Charlotte Church. I like Charlotte Church. Um, Charlotte Church's mother as well runs a, runs a pub in Cardiff called the Robin Hood. That's just near Sophia Gardens there. Um, I think they're a, they're a great family. They're just down to earth. I think what the issue is uh, with some of the the controversial headlines, etc. Charlotte Church lives under a microscope while she's doing what she's doing. We don't so much live under a microscope while we're doing exactly the same things as her, you know? Absolutely. So this is Charlotte Church with her foray into pop music and Crazy Chick. A 
think I'm gonna need some therapy Oh babe, I hope you got a PhD Won't you lay me on your leather couch I got a lot I need to talk about I think I'm crazy, think I'm stupid, must be lost my mind Wonder what I'm thinking, loving you, cause boy if you were fine I'd really go insane, you'd be my favorite thing I go ballistic, yeah you're making me a crazy Yeah.
Anaz came and says, we're back in the room. That was Snow Patrol and Chocolate. And before that, Charlotte Church and Crazy Chick. We're going to talk about, uh, I guess, a novelty Welsh act now. They hit the charts. They got to number three on the UK singles charts uh, in August of 2004 with a little ditty called Guns Don't Kill People, Rappers Do. This was not a hit in Australia. I think it's a very Welsh or UK sort of thing. Uh, We're talking about the uh, comedy rap group Goldie Looking Chain. Yeah. um, Interesting group of lads. Good bunch of lads as well. Met them a few times. Uh, they're, they're uh, like you say, you've nailed it. You've hit the nail on the head. They're a comedy novelty rap act. Uh, they don't take themselves too seriously. But with that said, they built up a massive following, not just in Wales, but all around the UK. They toured all around the UK. Like you said, they had a number three spot in the UK, uh, UK singles chart, which is, you know, not to be frowned at. Yeah, there's uh, members in there. There's Adam Hussein. There's two hats. Uh, so, so I, could, I could name the rest of them. We could go on and on. Uh, but they are a fun novelty act to go and watch. I've watched them a couple of times myself as well. They're not as popular now as they once were, but they are still going. And yeah, guns don't kill people. Rappers do. I've seen it in a documentary on BBC Two. Yeah, um, make of it what you will, but they are a fun band. And I would, uh, if you get, do ever get a chance to, to check in on them, I would recommend it. It's worth a laugh. They're really quite funny. And it takes a lot of guts to name your debut album greatest hits like they did. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's, uh, I think it was just, uh, just a bit of a mick take that it's off the get go, you know. But uh, yeah, Goldie Look and Chain, uh, like I said, I'll say it again. They're a great bunch of boys from Newport, which is uh, just uh, just over the hill there and uh, down the M4 from uh, Merthyr Didville. And uh, yeah, they've, uh, they've, they've done all right for themselves, considering it was just a bunch of guys having a laugh, first of all. And that's how they started. If you haven't heard Goldie Looking Chain before, this is your chance. Strapping folks, this is Guns Don't Kill People. Rappers do. Come out with your hands on your head. Turn the rap music up and step away from the stereo. Put the rap album down. Leave MC Hammer alone. Turn it off. Uh, guns don't kill people, rappers do Ask any politician and they tell you it's true It's a fact, music makes you violent Like Michael Jackson telling little Timmy to be silent You don't believe me? Here's my hype Offer me the record and I'll show you the type of criminal This rap is breathing It's a fact that MC Hammer left me bleeding Vanilla Ice made my mother safe If I stuck with you be 40 then I would have been in luck But I didn't I got it wrong Cypress f***ing Hill told me to make a f***ing bomb But I stacked it I bought another tape The power by snap made my f***ing balls ache So remember kids, till the head double tap Guns don't kill people, it's just rap Guns don't kill people, rappers do How do the Don't kill people, rappers do I seen it in a documentary on BBC Two Shot the death outside hyper value Guns blazing like Michael Caine in Zulu Government statistics are sometimes misleading The type of criminal rap is breathing Shot in the chest, no wonder you're stopping breathing Too far to base over are you receiving Remember rap tracks in 87 Scott LaRock's up in hip-hop heaven Biggie and Tupac at IP Even Jam Master J's in the cemetery Guns don't kill people, rappers do How do 
people robbers do. Don't kill people, robbers do. I'm a f***ing rapper and I might kill you. As a rapper, I'm teaching you a lesson. AK-47 to Smith & Wesson. Just say no, just like Sambo. Bulletproof vest to guns and ammo. Hip up gangster tripping. Even Eminem's into pistol whipping. It's like Cluedo, murder one. PTD Jalo in a nightclub with a gun. It's Snoop Dogg now, what's the first to cap guns? Don't kill people, it's just rap. One, two, you'll face my shoe My name's Mike Balls and I'm coming through Gun crime stabbing and burglarisation It's on the rise all across the nation The safety's off and the pistol's aimed The addies and the mafia always get blamed Politicians are shamed and they haven't got a clue Rap is more deadly than f***ing kung fu Guns don't kill people, clappers do Guns don't kill people, clappers do This is Sounds Like Teen Spirit with Charlie Fat, presented by Brushes on Slice Radio.
Charlie Fat, this is Sounds Like Teen Spirit here on Slice Radio and via podcast. My very good friend Cayman joins me all the way from Merthyr Tidville in South Wales. Thanks for joining me again, Cayman. Hey, you're very welcome. I, I thank you for asking me on again. So we're going to head into the Manic Street Preachers. Uh, they're from Wales as well. Um, tell me about them. Manic Street Preachers, oh, well, they've been going for a number of years now, many, many years um, they've had several albums. They had the Holy Bible, um, so several albums. They've done several gigs. They, as you mentioned as well, they were a part of the Tsunami Relief gig. Um, I've seen the Manic Street Preachers myself. A lot of controversy around the band, however. There was a member of the band, Richie, as well. And Richie went missing. I forget what year it was. Um, 1995, it 1995, was. 1995, Richie went missing. Now, Richie had some issues. He was obsessed by the number seven. Um, everything come down to this number seven. Everything in life would relate to this number seven, so I'm told. His car was then found on the Seven Bridge, uh, which is a bridge crossing between Wales and England over here in the UK. His car was found abandoned there, um, presumably jumped the Seven Bridge, and obviously the rest is history. He's not been seen since 1995 when his car was spotted on the Seven Bridge. So, uh, yeah, a lot of controversy there, but, but a fantastic band. They obviously regrouped uh, and continued performing, continued recording after uh, the demise of Richie. Um, and they are one of my favorite bands. Yeah, there was quite a lot of controversy about Richie disappearing because for a while, no one really knew, um, you know, whether he'd faked his own disappearance. And, you know, the papers were reporting, um, you know, sightings in different countries. But I think most people now would agree that he he probably jumped off the bridge, right? Yeah. Um, so like, like you say, there's still a lot of sightings. There's still diehards who want to believe that he's still out there. Um, his, his family are probably among them. Uh, I'm being presumptuous here. I think the evidence points to the worst, but it's, it's out there for speculation and it's out there for opinion. Yeah, Richie's wandering the world there in disguise with, with Elvis, probably. Let's play some Manic Street Preachers.
Sounds Like Teen Spirit with Charlie Fat, presented by Brashes on Slice Radio. That was the Maddox Street Preachers, and if you tolerate this, your children will be next. Followed by a little bit of pop. I don't play an awful lot of pop on this show, but that was Freak Like Me by the Sugar Babes, which was a huge hit when I was uh, dancing with Cayman, probably uh, under the influence of, of a few ales in uh, some of the, the nightclubs of Merthyr Tidfield. Do you, do you want to sh- what sort of venues were we headed to th- at that time, mate? Oh, Craig, if we were in Merthyr Tidfield, it would have been cool as nightclubs, sticking to the floor, wiping your feet on the way out sort of job. Uh, if we were in Cardiff, we'd have probably gone up to the old Odeon Cinema, up the escalator, above the Odeon Cinema, and into Jumping Jacks right there. Similar deal, wipe your feet on all the broken glass and uh, give them a give them a wipe on the way out, yeah, because you'd be sticking to the floor in these places. Great times, though. Great, great times. And are these places still going? Uh, Jumping Jacks is long gone. Uh, I'm not sure. I couldn't even tell you what's there now, to be honest with you. That's long gone. Cooler's Nightclub, however, uh, recently, in fact, I think it was last weekend or the weekend before when COVID restrictions over here in the UK 
uh, were finally put to bed. There was a queue at 6.30 p.m. outside coolers going right around the block. They had, this, they had to block the road because of this queue. Coolers wasn't due to open until 10 p.m. at night now. So that's like, well, three and a half hours later. Uh, and, and the queue was there. The police were there. The police had to go up to the staff at coolers then, get them to open up an hour early. So they opened at nine instead of at 10, just to clear up the road, just so they could open this road up again because it was that busy, that blocked. Why or why people are that desperate to get in there is beyond me. But uh, I never used to have to pay and I knew the bouncers and I'd get in for free and I'd queue jump. So who am I to argue the toss, eh? So uh, Welsh music, we've looked into the past, played some tracks from our favourite bands from that early 2000s era. But let's look to the future. Cayman, any uh, Welsh bands that uh, that we should look out for? Oh, dude, definitely. Welsh music is fantastic. There's, there's too many to, to, to name them all at this point, you know, but there's one which I've got my eye on and, and the guitarist and the, and the front man from this band, a gentleman by the name of Tristan Thomas, uh, when he was just 14 years of age, he was in a band that I was in called the Raging Bulls, a covers band, and he was an epic guitarist. His father used to bring him to all the gigs, shout out Gerwin, his father, if he is listening out there, I'm sure he will be, but he's found his own thing now with two friends of his. So we've got Tristan, We've got Perry and we've got Fozzie and they form a band called Florence Black. They are doing epic things. They're a three-piece rock band. They're a wall of sound. And I recommend that anybody out there who's into their rock music, check out Florence Black. They're all over the place. Planet Rock love them. Guitarist Magazine love them. I love them. Now it's time for you to love them. Florence Black, top band, top boys. That sounds fantastic, Cayman. I will check them out. Not sure if I'll hear them at Coolers anytime soon, but I'll have a look on Spotify and other music platforms for, what was the name of the band again? Platforms, platforms. Fantastic. Hey, I don't think we should do a show about Welsh music without playing one of your favourite bands. Uh, Tell us about the Stereophonics. hmm? The Stereophonics. Well, as forementioned, I am a, a, a big fan of Welsh music and I am a big fan of the stereophonics you know they say home is where the heart is the stereophonics just from over the hill in Merthyrville there into the Aberdeer Valley little place called Comaman that's where their roots are based that's where Kelly was from that's where Stuart was from as well god rest his soul uh they're a cracking band they're a great band well I wasn't planning on playing Dakota but after that description how can I resist let's play two tracks from the stereophonics to end our journey through the Welsh and UK music scene. We're going to play Have a Nice Day first while K-Man puts on his Lycra and then we're going to head into Dakota. Don't 
So take a look at me now So take a look at me now So take a look at me now We just played two tracks from this Stereophonics, Have a Nice Day, and K-Man's entrance theme, Dakota. Thanks so much for joining me, uh, K-Man. It's been great revisiting the early 2000s with you, uh, talking about my time living in Merthyr Tidfil, Wales, and talking about the music from that time. But we can't just finish with a, a bit of a, a farewell. We need to finish with some of your music. Uh, tell us about Plasticine. Oh, Plasticine. What can I say? Um, I came up with a concept. I, I was in a few covers bands, right? But I'd always write in the background. I'm a gentleman. I wouldn't say I'm a guitarist, but I'm a gentleman that owns a guitar. And I can get by enough to write my own songs, write my own melodies, write my own music. So I had a big book full of songs. And they were just going to waste, just sat in my living room. Uh, so I started advertising for band members. Uh, online, I'd advertise for guitarist because I was never going to make it as the guitarist. I could write the songs on guitar, but I couldn't perform in front of people. I needed a bass player. I needed a drummer. Eventually, we found all those members. We had a gentleman by the name of Kent on guitar. He was an awesome guitarist. I'm still in a band with him to this day. We're doing covers again now, but he was the plasticine guitarist. We had a gentleman by the name of Chicken on bass, and we had an American lad by the name of Dale on drums. Since Dale, we went through about four drummers, however. Musical differences come into play in bands a hell of a lot, and nothing was different you know, with plasticine. Uh, we still get along to this day, but musical differences saw us part like the Red Sea, if you will. But uh, yeah, Plasticine, we wrote loads of songs. We, uh, we played in front of 15,000 people. We've done gigs all over the place um, in, in England and Wales. We've had several music videos which are up on YouTube if you want to check them out. They're all quirky, wacky music videos. Um, there's one called Existing Statistics. There's one on there called Black Sheep. And there's also one up on there called Intoxicated, which basically we went out on the lash, uh, got steaming, and we just had a camera follow us around as we did it. That's pretty much what the video is. But all of the songs, all of the lyrics in those songs that I wrote meant something to me. And if you have a listen to the songs and you really put your ear to those lyrics, you'll see the true meaning behind them. But Plasticine was a great time for me a great place for me and a great band for me. And I, I'm honored to say that I, I was the founding member and the, the creator of said band. Hey, Cayman, thanks so much for joining me. And uh, it's been a wonderful trip down memory lane. Where can people get more of you? Ah, you know, I run this little podcast called The Cayman Show. Um, we're up on YouTube. Uh, it also goes out on all the audio platforms as well, but YouTube is our main base. We'll go up on there first. So just type in to your YouTube search bar, The Cayman Show. Please like, comment, and subscribe. I do talk to various uh, television personalities, musicians, comedians, actors, etc., wrestlers. 
I have all sorts of weird and wonderful people on the show. Charlie Fat included. There's an episode of him up on there. So jump on that, the Cayman Show on YouTube. And yeah, you can, you can basically catch me on there. That's where I hang about these days. And that's, K- sorry, C-A-I-M-A-N, as in the reptile, yes? That is correct, as in the crocodilian psycho. That's our show. And thanks for joining us again, Cayman. I can't wait to do this again with you. Uh, I'm going to leave it now for you to finish the show off by introducing your own track. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is the Cayman. This is my band, Plasticine, and this one's called Intoxicated. Just one I'm brave enough to shoot myself But I don't got no gun Walking round in zigzags I'm just bouncing off the walls When I try walking in a straight line It's ironic that I fall I'm playing hell with people Who I know I cannot beat I'm getting into trouble When I'm fighting on the street a busted nose, a busted lip, a twisted arm, a fractured hip I'm sinking in deep water and I'm going under quick I'm intoxicated, my life's deflated That thing's a damn impassion, no, it's complicated Intoxicated, it's calculated You make me who I am, yeah, I'm intoxicated
You've been listening to Sounds Like Teen Spirit with Charlie Fat, presented by Brushes on Slice Radio.